podcast has changed my life. Chad, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! I do think, yeah, in early days, your references were like your mate and maybe your parents' friend. Neighbour is a good one. Neighbour? Yeah, If you've ever mowed their lawn or something, you're like, say I'm a hard worker. Fantastic. And then you know what's not nice, but what their job is, I think, matters maybe. Yeah. If they if they kind of sound important, then it's like, oh, my God, this is an upstanding person in our community. Absolutely. If they're an ex, ex-con, then all of a sudden their word doesn't mean much. Yeah. If you're living next door to, what was his name? Chopper, Reed. Yeah, to- don't ask him no, for yeah, a reference. Absolutely not. I reckon Chopper Reed might be so far the other way that if you had him on your resume, like you've got one reputable person in society saying that you're good. Mm. And then you have Chopper Reed saying he's a good bloke. That's maybe the perfect resume. You've got, your, you've got yeah. your yin and your yang. You know what I mean? It would be cool. Like, it'd be a real unlikely friendship. A small child with Chopper Reed as their reference. Oh, am I it's still like, a small child in this? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, not That's now. I mean, now, yeah. I mean, he is dead now, but mm. maybe it would make more sense if you guys had come, you know, maybe mm. on a public speaking circuit or something. You'd cross sure. paths or something. Yeah, yeah. But a 15 year old from like the Crazy. suburbs yes. has Chopper Reed on there. That makes it TV. more cool to me. Of course, yeah. You'd be like, yeah, of course you can come and work at Supre. I think if you went into Supre with a resume, and Chopper Reed had written a good review, I think they'd take you into a side room and ask if you're okay. <laughs> what do you do to you? <laughs> yeah, I think they'd worry Are about you. Are okay? you okay? Do your parents know that you know Chopper Reed? <laughs> you shouldn't be fraternising with these kinds of characters. <laughs> but Chopper Reed was kind of quite famous for, um, he tried to put a lot of morality onto the crimes that mm. he committed. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his speeches. It felt like he was doing that after the fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. I, I feel that. like yeah. in the moment it was a lot of anger yeah, yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then afterwards, that was to like, impose no, morality on the world. I never did it to someone who hadn't done anything bad. That's how I feel about <laughs> yeah. after well, the fact just... in tr- when I cut someone off in traffic. Oh, you like, they deserved it because they did something bad to me. Oh, that's good when you cut someone off and then you look B&W. See? Mm. That is it. You didn't know that at the time, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's backwards moralizing. That's, that's the best one. Rationalizing. You, you put, a, like, um, a class, and people do this all the time, you put, like, class warfare onto um, yes. daily interactions when you're mm-hmm. quite rude. Yeah, BMWs are perfect one. BMWs, oh. I feel like, probably the worst one. In terms of like the hierarchy of like I I asked uh, as you know for data around the the fanciness of cars. Oh yeah, I um, remember that. I didn't I do it. people and you Famously you abstained from the from the whole. I thought it was situation. a practical joke on me. <laughs> Turned out everyone did it except me. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't about you at all. Um, but I did get a sense of what the the rankings of the fanciness of the cars are, which mm. I already had a bit of a sense of. You've got your Ferraris and your Mercedes at the top. You've got then like BMWs down into kind of mid level like. Mazdas, Toyotas, and then like I think the worst one was Daihatsu. Are they still going? Daihatsu. Mm. You don't hear about them. I don't. Not in my circle. That's for, <laughs> yeah. For Have sure. we just risen above <laughs> Daihatsu? Daihatsu yeah. Or is Daihatsu gone? You <laughs> I'm know sure right? there's friendship groups. Daihatsu is still a big player <laughs> for sure. Also, your data though is Australian based because I think in, oh, it's in extremely yeah. Europe. BMW is not a fancy car. Is that right? Oh, I, might, I might be wrong, but I feel or it's. One of the more maybe like Peugeot. In my head, Peugeot's still a bit. It's the Fosters, dude. Maybe, mm. yeah, potentially. But my point is, I think BMW. If you see a Jaguar in traffic, well, I'm showing it respect, in part because it's that fancy, but then mainly just because I don't want to hit it 
and be up for money and be involved in some sort yeah. of crash. I mean, Absolutely. I do have third-party insurance, but I'm still worried. Like, they're going to be so mad. They'll be so it's, it's, it's the, too the, fancy. the drivers, yeah. It totally. is. Oh, yeah, but yeah. then under that, so we've got Ferrari, same with Ferrari, Jaguar, Mercedes. I'm staying back. I'm being careful. Under One under that, your Alfa Romeos, your BMWs, fuck them. Not letting them in. I'm cutting in front of them. I'm, it's Fuck sabotage. Up. You know what I mean? Because I'm maybe I'm taking it out on them that I'm too scared to do it to the real fancy people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's a metaphor for for how you interact in with daily class life. in general. I think so. Absolutely. Someone yeah, who's that, a bit fancy but not really don't have much power. Disrespectful. Someone who's actually powerful. Oh my goodness gracious! Mm. My king. also, I think that is how the tax system works in Australia as well. <laughs> Totally, yeah. We punish the... Yeah, totally. Right at the top, no problems. Whatever you want to do. They've got private planes. They're like... They know people who know people that run the whole thing. Mm. They've got like specific tax exemptions for them. They're living in like... um, Wherever. Secret... Island. Secret society. The Isle of Man. The Isle of Rich Man. Where that's... Is that off the UK, the Isle of Man? Is it near the Isle of Wight? I don't know about the Isle of Wight. But I reckon the man on the Isle of Man is white. So... (laughs) Maybe that's... The uh, UK's name for everything is so stupid. It's always like the Isle. Just call it a fucking island. Or it's like river upon time. Upon or so you're like, yeah, yeah. shut up. I get it. You're old and stuff. But can you move on? <laughs> Did you hear that um, Stains changed their name? What to? Stains upon Thames. Stains upon Thames. I'm pretty sure that's it. Because they, were, um, they, they didn't like being made fun of by Ali G. So they changed to have a, having a more fancy name to class it up. Yeah, right. That is so. What it did, Kazakhstan do the same thing. I think Kazakhstan. They're surprisingly okay with it. They're like the Daihatsu almost. Like you don't hear about them <laughs> post Borat. They really went. I think they're really good at fighting though. Sure. Okay. MMA. I think, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or, or it's another country with no. I think they are really Uzbekistan, good. Uzbekistan. Sure Uzbekistan. Oh, I think all the stands are really good are at pretty, fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, anyway, you were making a point ages ago about something you put on your resume. Oh no, I just think like why, why we do this little social dance and make sixteen-year-olds hand out resumes is crazy. Because <laughs> it's like, what are they going to put? Like, <laughs> we do it, I think, to teach them or something, and they make them walk around the shopping center and hand them in. This is my frustration with a lot of my teenage. It's like, years. what are they going to put? What are you going to put on it? They haven't done shit. You can't. And everyone, by looking at their face, knows they haven't done yeah. fucking shit. And we make them, and they think the resume means something. Totally. They're doing little cover letters. They're saying, "I mowed a lawn." No, I'm in the cycling a- club or whatever. Football. T- it's like they're listing their hobbies. You're working at Supre. They don't care what your yeah. hobbies are. It's all fake. You say I'm very small and willing to work for minimum wage, you know. Exactly. It, please. It should just say please help. But I just never understood it, why they do it. I remember doing it. I would go hand in. Mm. I remember going to um, to like a surf shop to hand in and I was like, hey, and they were like, they looked through it as well. Like yeah. I was like 14. Maybe it doesn't matter. 14, that's all legal. You have to be 14, nine 14, months nine to work. Months, yeah. yeah. A lot of people went to McDonald's early in my... But maybe does it does it matter if you're, like, showing... If you've got some leadership responsibilities at school, maybe you're less likely to just, like, rack stuff from there and, like, actually be a little well, shit. Well, dude, maybe it is just they just want to know your address and where you live so they can make a classist judgment about whether you'll steal off them. Oh, my God. Maybe. Because, like, what other information is actually useful to them in the employment, like, hiring process? I don't know. I feel like, like no one cares if you're in the drama club, really. No one cares about any. I mean, I'm thinking if you did scouts and you worked at like uh, Bunnings, 
Bunnings. Come and tie a, tie a knot. Or like, what's that one? I want to say Kazakhstan again. It starts with a K. Um, if you're in the war in Kazakhstan. No. What's the shop in Westfield for camping stuff? Oh, Kathmandu. Kathmandu. That's what I think. <laughs> Kazakhstan, <laughs> Kathmandu. You, you know, know, everyone's always wearing those Kazakhstan <laughs> puffers. <laughs> Borat, you would love the shop we have in Westfield. Come Kazakhstan. Through. It's not the same. But... Um, yeah, maybe if you had a specific interest that matched that. Like if you did surfing, for example, and you wanted to to work mm. at Surf, Dive and Ski, maybe it matters. But I do think really what's going on is that adults teaching their teen kids to like be an adult and they're pretending that it matters. And at the time you think it's real and looking back it was all fake. I feel mm. exactly the same yes. way about sport all through high school. All sport. I thought that the sport, particularly when I played for my school, that it mattered to some degree and that like the teacher who was coaching kind of cared and that like, I just felt a, a, none of it matters. I felt it mattered. I thought, I thought that the refs cared, but then maybe when I turned 20 or something, you start playing sport after school and it's like the same refs and you're like, they're just here to get paid. Like no yeah. one, it's all fake. It's all quite patronizing the way people support it. It's as extremely well. Even I do it patronizing looking like, back. Oh yeah. I'll go down and watch you. Even like I have a friend that plays rugby. I went and watched him one day and I was doing it in a patronising way. And mm. he plays like third grade rugby. <laughs> patronising? What do you mean patronising? No, just being like I'm there to support, kind of making fun of the skill level. Totally. You know, not really caring. I'm probably getting drunk. Like there's good sports you could go and watch. Yeah. I suppose that's the thing that when you're playing as a teen, there's a chance and there might not actually be a chance, but in your mind there is a skerrick of a tiny chance that some of you might play professionally. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like time. you're still in that ecosystem. But like after school, when you're just playing in like the local comp Div 4 or something, which is what I was with basketball or something. And that's when it hit you that this means nothing. <laughs> yeah. Because the so- standard went down and then people were taking it less seriously. The refs were the same people. And then like, that, you know, they wear the official ref uniform, which was part of the pageantry that made me believe. Yeah. But then that was devalued by the standard. But I'm you like, have to buy into this stuff, Tom. Otherwise, you could never enjoy any any kind of organised activity. I feel like you would struggle to ever enjoy if you're not going to buy into it at the base level. Totally. But no, I didn't just buy it. And now that's I have a healthy approach to like a sport like that, I think. But then I didn't have a healthy approach. I had I thought it mattered. I thought I, there was something deeper going on. Well, there was a boxing fight, right? And this guy, Canelo Alvarez, fought Billy Joe Saunders. And in the lead-up, Billy Joe Saunders did this big, this whole thing about how he's a warrior, nothing matters. He would rather die. Was that this week? No, no, it was about three months ago, this right. fight. He goes, I'd rather die than, than surrender in this fight, right? He made this big deal about it. He was like, you'll have to drag my body out. Anyway, seventh round, he gets hit in the head, breaks his orbital bone. He goes, I'm not coming out anymore. And so it's like... It is all like part of the fabrication. Like his yes. eye socket was caved in, yeah. and and he's like, "That's actually enough." And he was like, "Yeah, I think that." I would it. not prefer to have further injury or die or have anything more severe happen to me. In fact, that's the line where I'm happy to draw it. But it's part of the fun of like doing the of like putting the the costume on and getting into the role. Totally, and I completely agree with you. If the person doing it is aware that they're just part of the fun and it's part of the pageantry of it all, and they're having fun in their mind. And now that's what I would try and do. I'd try to exude competitiveness as to in, increase the fun of the game. Yeah. But back then I wasn't kidding. I thought it. I thought it mattered. <laughs> no, you do. Yeah, I know. I remember. I remember thinking, especially in junior sports, this is all that mm. matters in the world right now. It's like the kids that are like when the Swans play or something. Like they'll come out and they'll kick oh. 
at halftime. I did that. And it's like... You did that? I did that three times. You did that? I, I, thought, did, everyone, did you I thought everyone was watching me. <laughs> and they kind of are, but not in the way you thought. <laughs> well, it's how I would watch. Did you hear any cheers for anything you did? I do remember I, I had a shot for goal and someone yelled behind me, um, kick a goal, Sonny. And in and I remember wow. and I kicked the goal and I remember going, I was telling my dad and I was like the guy said that I was like this is so good and I was like wow what a moment for me anyway but yeah. now when I watch the football and there's all the kids there's so there's like ten games going on out there totally he could have been saying it to any kid oh, out there but, but you're about to kick I was about to it's, kick but you don't was know for you yeah you don't know that Tom don't it could have been for anyone absolutely I was clean that was also, probably how my realization the kids hear from the like they're we quite were, far away. No, from we them. were on the like on the wing. Okay, we were so we weren't in the middle or in the goal square. Oh no, nice. maybe we were in the goal square. Yeah. Not really important. We weren't a million miles away from the Feels boundary like something line. You potentially imagined, but <laughs> <laughs> well, almost, well, look anyway. But you kind of have to if you don't buy into it. In the same I way, it's like it stand up comedy though. If you, you don't, don't buy want a seven into year old the, who's like. This is fake. <laughs> the most it's annoying kid of all time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like my least favorite um, character in anything. It's like the smart kid. You know the kid that's actually real smart and schools the parents. Mm. It's like fucking shut up. This kid be should a, be tripping over himself. Not with a calculator real... being like, um, I think you'll find the answer is a square root. <laughs> that's as far as I could go. That's the example. <laughs> it's of, a square root. The square root of what? That would be an example of a question. Yeah, I was waiting for the this. I was playing it. I was doing what's it in Jeopardy where you answer with the question. Yes, yes, yes. I'm three steps ahead. I'm asking the questions. You arguing with the max exam. I'll ask the questions here, mate. What's the square root? <laughs> you tell me. Two hours in, you haven't answered one. Um, all right, well, let's get your famous on TikTok now. Let's get down to it. I mean, that is the. It's all anyone wants to know, Tom. <laughs> the numbers. I went on your TikTok account today to have a look. There's a. There's a. Because it's like a grid. Mm. There's a grid in the middle. Mm. I might have changed if you posted a video. I don't know. Mm. But all three of them were in the millions. Yeah. Maybe like double million, like two million. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Tell, walk me through the process. You're out because people used to TikTok was for dancers and yeah, and there's lip syncing and you've transcended it. I mean, I feel like there's comedians on there. I mean, we only spoke about it about a week ago. I think I posted the first one a week and a half ago or something. We're talking about Pete Jones. He had a few videos on there, and yeah, just chuck up some clips. I mean, I mean, I don't know. They just they just went well. I mean, but never in your. Did you ever go into it? This is like this is your life now. I'm like gonna pick it apart. No, did yeah. you ever think you could go this well? <laughs> I thought like you hoped, obviously. I thought the graphs would go well if I cut them up, and I decided. I think I think I posted a few. Posted one where it wasn't like perfect like the subtitles were not good and i'm like no i should like I, you only get one chance to post them so like edit them in a way like yeah spend some time making sure that they like look okay um but and in that, that process good. it's like in that process you're dreaming of like so there's you, you hope they go well but yeah i suppose not not I, I just don't know what's possible i'm not familiar with the platform really is it a bit like um you know you're a small child <laughs> you're growing up and you're like i'm different like I've got a tat. Like I'm yeah. going to get discovered. Totally. And that's what's happened to you right now. I mean, when it's kind of you, kind of. I mean, you're like it makes sense. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now it's happening. It's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you think it's funny? Well, so did I. That's why I wrote it. Fantastic. Of course, yeah. This makes sense. It's yeah. funny. I'm funny. I am a gene. It's what I've been telling everyone for so long. Exactly. Now everyone's caught up. All it took was an algorithm, the most sophisticated algorithm of all the social media platforms. You mm, could argue absolutely. to correctly. 
disseminate the material to the people and then... You found the people that wanted it. I suppose. I just think, I, I mean, probably a bit right place, right time. There's quite a few stand-up clips on there probably now and now like a small subversion of that people are ready for. I think people like graph humour. I don't know. I mean, I've now, I'm now out of graphs. So we'll see But how. you could do another graph. In my head, they can't be... Like, all you need is the... The ones I posted. X and the Y axis. The ones I posted, I've come up with more, and then they're the ones that get the biggest laughs in performances. And so now that I've, that's squished down into the ones I do, and they all always work. You should so, get a whiteboard at home mm, with the graph on there, mm, and, it's all, and then you have different colour pens, and then you're just drafting, rubbing it out, starting again. Yes, okay. Yeah, I mean, brainstorming. Look, some sort of... I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll probably do need to do more. I mean, it's back to what we were talking about before we started recording. It's like when when um, there's some sort of interest in a particular thing that you provide the world, you feel obliged to provide more of it. Um, so, I mean, the, the world I think wants the situation. Graphs. I think the world wants graphs. I'm also but the demand got a, is I've got, a, I've got a Patreon. Um, now, this I like. Because I was like, I want to. I don't want to put up all of that 10-minute set that I've got. Because I don't want to burn all the material. You know what I mean? It's tempting now. We're in lockdown. I'm bored. I can't perform. I'll just put it all up. But put the put whole show up, up. I don't want to put the whole show up though. That because then, like, if people come to a show, they've seen everything. Like that's next year's show. Some of it, you know. Oh, okay. you want to have something to give them if they paid money to come to a show. You have a fear of not being able to come up with new graphs. It seems. Oh, I you mean, might have these graphs. You're popping these graphs out daily. You wake yeah, up. Yeah, not of this quality. I don't think. For a stand-up show, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, But yeah, maybe, totally. maybe I just need to spend more time now thinking of graphs. I mean, clearly Dude, I need to allocate like, more time in my life. You know, it's like that guy, um, no, what was her girl name who just started lip-syncing Donald Trump? Oh, She got a Netflix Sarah special. Cooper. Yeah. She never grew up wanting to be the lip-syncing Donald Trump woman. She seemed like she liked it. I mean, once she got the Netflix deal, probably. But I'm saying totally. you could get the Netflix deal. Yeah, if I lean into the graphs. With the graphs. The, yeah. the, 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 I can already see the trailer now. You being like, graph, graph, graph. <laughs> One man takes a graph, makes it funny. Totally. Yeah. Oh, is that what I need to do? I suppose it is, actually. Well, all I'm saying is like, also, these no numbers. No mind we're chucking these up. Like, there's all sorts of stuff on there. Well, also, can I say, the numbers are so impressive to look at. I don't know if TikTok is real. Like, it's real to mm. a point, but mm. it's a real real. I think, I mean, I have stats on, like, what the countries are that oh, people are me, in. Tell me everything. More America than Australia. Really? Um, That's what the big market. I mean, yeah, exactly. There's just more people over there. So it's pretty international International in terms of the people that have liked and, like, followed me and stuff, which is, yeah, it doesn't bode well for, like, you know, Melbourne Comedy Festival next year selling more tickets or something. Like, in mm. terms of how you want to make a real. Partly, oh, that's why, I was like, I don't want to burn the material. I make a Patreon get people to pay four bucks to see the whole 10 minutes or something. Some people have, but now I'm chucking other clips up on the Patreon to try and keep people staying there. So they, I think he should have done a monthly. I did. Oh, so it is monthly. Yeah, but I don't know if the people know that that have signed up. So I feel like they're all going to get you to the end have of the You can have a drop-off rate. Oh, we, um, I think so. Oh, why don't you start? Um, I'll, I'm just, I've started posting. You're more now stuff in, in there. the content game. <laughs> I am you're the content. desperate for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be live streaming yourself doing nothing soon. <laughs> Nothing at all. It's like, I've just got to fill the time. It's funny. Like, this is how it happens. Like, you just get a few people interested in content and then you, like, there's a different type of obligation to uh, to provide it. To which create. I'm not used to. Yeah. Because usually it's just whenever something comes to you, you um, put it out into the world and then, but I mean, your hit rate's going to be 
going to be higher in that case. Have you thought about quitting any other endeavour or work kind of that you've got on the agenda mm. focusing on the TikTok? <laughs> Is it bringing in that kind of cash in a week? There's no cash. So there's a, there's a creative no, but with fund. the Patreon? The, oh, the Patreon, no. Uh, $4 times 24. 24 is pretty good. 24 is not bad. You could wake up tomorrow and that's 48. Yeah, but I mean, I've used all the graphs now. That's the millions of views. I feel like the, the million view ones have fallen off probably. Yeah, but they will live along on a lot longer on that app. Yeah, maybe. Things have a lifetime on there. They do. That FYP feed. Yeah. Just keeps going. Never ends. I suppose it does. I'm not sure. I'm just not familiar with the app. I'm a week in. Yeah, it's interesting. I too. mean, it's a it's an overnight success story. I mean, it's pretty funny. It's funny as well how um, quickly your expectations change. Because the f- the first one I put up and it started get like, I remember the night it was my sister's birthday. My sister had her thirtieth in lockdown, so we had like some greatest drinks. gift of all, millions of views I mean, to I, your TikTok. I was definitely talking about it too much that night. <laughs> She's <laughs> giving a speech, and you're like, it, another million, another million. I'm like nine fifty five. I'm like, guess I the think, comment. Guess how many comments? <laughs> I think we're gonna make it, guys. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. But can we go around again and talk about like what one thing you love about me? I'm like, mm, yeah, nine fifty seven. Ticking so. over the mill must have felt good. Yeah, that was a that was the goal. But then for the next one, I'm like, well, I mean. Be good to hit a mill there too. You should have done it up on a big screen like an election night mm. and you, everyone just sat around watching the numbers roll in. Yeah, yeah, I should have. You bring Andy Green over and he's just like going through <laughs> what countries are going to come in hard for him. America, time zone, they're waking up. Exactly. They're going to see it soon. Up. So Projection. in two hours we're looking for a big hit in South Africa. Projection 2.3 million. That's what I'm going to say right there. Circle it. Lock it in. You change channels, someone else is doing the same thing. Exactly. I'm ready it's to cool, call man. it. It's a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> Yeah, what is a hit? It's just a different... Yeah, I mean, it's quite depressing, I suppose, in that way because you recalibrate your your expectations to be yeah. very high and now they're kind of just unmatchable. But it's good because it... I mean, I suppose, yeah, what it does is it gets you a bunch of followers and then hopefully it'll come back down, but in a bit more of a sustainable way and then the it's people... It's not going down. We're going up. <laughs> I mean, the followers might go up, but in terms of the views of new things, I'm going to try and do like more TikTok-y content now. That's, I've committed that to myself. I did one today. How'd like it a, go? Fine, I think, like, I don't know. So you bet to your level of fine, are we at, like, half a million? So, no, not even close. Like, 10,000 last time I checked. Views. 10,000 is good for me. But that, I, I think would that's, take 10,000. That's what I mean. I think that's good for me, too. Like, a 1,000 people liking it or something, that's fine. But what about your followers? They're not following you down this new world of creative... Act- you know, like, when Radiohead I mean, now we're getting- went from OK Computer to Kid A, everyone was shocked at first... But they followed. Yeah, I mean... That's what you need them to do. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then not all of them will. Some people will just... But, I mean, also, I mean, we're really getting into TikTok here, but I feel like not everyone sees... Gets millions of views, so we're going to talk about TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Some, um, yeah, uh, it's not like Instagram where all your followers see every post. I feel like it only goes to some of them depending on how many clicks it gets or something, which is kind of good. Because you can kind of fly under the radar. Some mm. videos not as good. Some go off. You can just kind of do whatever on there. Yeah. Look, I always thought there was no, um, you know, real recipe to it. Mm. But um, the, it seems graphs are a huge one. I mean, visual stuff. That's Get all that, I can yeah, say. Yeah. Well, look, you should do a course or something. <laughs> that's how you should monetize I mean, it. For me, how I went big on TikTok. That's what a lot of people do. No. I really. Think that in terms of people who have success, if you think about anyone who's 
written any of those success books of like how to make money. They're rich people who probably got pretty lucky, but then also, you know, had some skills around a particular industry and then capitalized well and like made a bunch of successful moves. And now they're relatively successful. They've got like millions of dollars probably. But then the next thing is they write a book about like how to get rich or something. That's just their way to, the book should say, just focus on your industry and then write a book like me Mm. and then make money that way. Through the through your book, through just advising other people on how to do what you the did, book, as opposed to doing more of what you did. There's a guy he, I keep getting um, pre roll for him on YouTube. Mm. He has got a book at the moment, and he's like, "Bro, you got to buy it." Like, these are mm. steps how I got rich. But it's like I know book deals in this country. Mm. He's the book deal can't be bringing in. No. Go back to this thing that made you all the like. Well, you can't be I mean. doing it's it like out like of you're so good at it, and it's so nice. Yeah. Then why aren't you still doing it? Exactly. You like know? if Zuckerberg, you fluked it, and now you're trying to trick us that you have some answers. Yeah. Or like That's if Bezos had a book. Then we, but he's too busy. That's what I mean. That's the thing. He doesn't yeah. have time to sit down and open mm-hmm. up a Word document. I mean, he does run Amazon, the biggest bookstore in the world. There's heaps of books there. I mean, he'd be. He could recommend a book. How many books there are? He could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bezos probably. Bezos just recommends books. Reader, I reckon. <laughs> he would have someone read to him every night. Like just a servant or something, just come in and read to him. Like, because he probably wouldn't have time. I assume he... I reckon he doesn't. I think he'd find that quite um, uh, humiliating. To no, no, I'm saying because he's probably like doing something else. Totally. So instead of podcasts, do you think the rich and famous are having actual people come in and tell them stories like they're two years old? Yeah, like a live audio book. It'd be pretty good now you describe it. It'd be it. awesome. If you had a nice, a nice hot person come in, they would have to be hot. They would have to have a beautiful voice. My Lord. Yeah, you could pay. Be- Bezos mm. could probably pay, like, one of the most famous people in the world mm. to come in and read to him. <laughs> like, he could pay Morgan Freeman to you come in and read. You do hear about, like, Indian billionaires and stuff uh, when they have a, like, their kids get married, not to each other, but, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and Beyonce sings at the wedding or something like that. Like yeah. top tier celebrities, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they'll do it for like a meal or two. Like they book the Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. Totally for a bar mitzvah. Yeah. So someone would, yeah, would Beyonce come and read to you? I think maybe she'd find it a bit degrading. But if the price is right, if the price is right, you know, you could probably get people in. I mean, security it'd be a weird request. She'd have to bring security because she'd be worried about her safety. Some weird sex thing was going to go down. With Bezos. But he so would probably be... offer money for sex. It's like that movie Indecent Proposal. Have you seen that movie no. with Robert Redfern? Demi Moore. Redfern? Robert Redfern? That's his name, right? Isn't it Redford? Is it? Yeah, not Redfern. The, the <laughs> suburb in Sydney. Robert Redfern. That's a sketch. <laughs> he just Red, he's just lost and he's like, I'm going to call myself Robert Redfern. Local community Him turning buying. on he bought the block. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's gentrifying. Now it's fucking Robert Redfern. Um, to be an Aboriginal hub. Look at it now. Fucking Robert Dad, Redfern. I'm surpri- I'd be surprised if someone wasn't nicknamed that, if there is mm. a white guy buying a big property yeah, 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 in yeah, Redfern yeah. right now. <laughs> totally. Um, no, so he offers Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson. Mm. They're like a young couple. They're okay. in Vegas trying to make money. Mm. He, She's hot, obviously. Mm. He offers her money, a million dollars for a night. For mm. him to have sex with her, mm. they go back. They decide, do it, and then you know she ultimately then leaves Woody Harrelson for him. It doesn't work out. It's quite messy. The the separation. I mean, that would be your get concern back if you're the boyfriend. Yeah, but I think it poses. It's a trash movie. Like it's really trash. But um, mm. I don't. Would ha- you do it? Would you allow it? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
You're not meant to say yes. Why not? I think it's quite possessive if you don't, isn't it? Really? I think you've got to give them the option. I, I mean, would like someone to offer me, like, personally, I would didn't like... did someone offer you $50,000 to marry someone? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On there the was, golf course? Yeah, there was this Chinese guy called Bob, Bobby... Yeah. He offered me 50 grand to go to China mm. and then bring... He had organ, He had an illegal business, right? I probably shouldn't have said his full name, but he has an sure. illegal business where, yeah, he would bring women into the country... They they marry an Australian person, mm. get the visa, wait two years, then bring the rest of the family over. Right. He operates out of the like the Glen Waverley community in and kind of like the <laughs> say more details about it. <laughs> but we plays Culver versus South Culver. <laughs> but then well, that was years ago. Now he probably it was when I was like working at a golf course. So probably like eight or nine years ago. And you now. were offered fifty grand to what did you have to do? Go to China. I do had the to go to China, there. and then like I think there would have been like we would. Because my to understanding like prove is that we like were thing. married. Or yeah, something. they. I think they look into it. So I think yeah. that <laughs> they should look into it. Yeah, for this reason. <laughs> so they'd need to like interview you. You'd probably have to do interviews. Probably like prep for the interviews. Probably do photos together. Go on a few beach getaways. Get some mm. photos taken. Things like that. I think there'd be a lot of that. I in the end decided you were you attempted. No, I was scared by the mm. whole. Thing. It's a scary offer. I was like twenty twenty or something or twenty one or something. Yeah, it was probably all too much. For How me. did he offer it to you? He took me aside. Yeah. I was working in the golf course. He was playing golf. Right. He took me aside and he said, "You want to make some money?" Oh my god. Yeah, and he was like a very like polite, smiling guy. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Hey man, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hey, want to come some, over here? You want to make some? I money? got something to talk to you about. And um, you want to make make some money? I did want to make money, but then I was like a bit sus to it. But then he asked me again another time. And he was like, yeah, if you want to do it, blah, blah, blah. But I how did he put it? He pulls you aside, smiles still. He's and like, he's like, so he you said, want to make some money? You say, yeah. He goes, yeah, so I've got a thing where I try to get visas for Chinese families mm. in Australia that they want to live around here. Mm. You would have to go and get married. He goes, but it wouldn't mean it, like you would, the marriage, you'd, end, you'd get out of the marriage basically. Yes. But then also. It I wouldn't like, mean anything. I would have to get divorced in Australia. <laughs> yeah, but part of me would get, I thought about it. I would what get upset. I wanted her to love Yeah, me? I would probably try to make her She comes over like with some me. bloke, you're like, who the fuck's Who the fuck's, oh, your husband, is it? What about what we have, huh? Sweetheart? That's what you should do and then ask for another 50 to fall out of love. Oh, that's I could have played you, him. Yeah, or that's then probably. more. But I think I'm like such an eager to please person that I would just. 25 is fine. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that I would try to make the marriage work. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Fighting for the marriage. Yeah. We are into Calling something here. I oh, went to China for We're you. so different. We're so different. She doesn't speak English. <laughs> Not a word. <laughs> Not a word. <laughs> well, who knows? We might have had a connection. I don't know. But I thought at the time I was too young anyway. Like unless he was – because I imagine – To be involved. I in saw a... all his friends and they were all like – 40 or 50. Yeah. I was like 21. And then, but how old was he? 40, 50? Probably 40, 50. Yeah. But all his friends, he was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He would mention other golfers there. And he's like, yeah, I got them in. Oh, they way. did it and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so he was right. like the king, local yeah. kingpin of the community. So they were all doing it. Yeah. Because they all want to get in and they all want to live in that specific area. Mm. And I think it's hard to, I don't look, obviously well, it's quite difficult. The, the marriage, is it? Like where they live? No, yeah, probably not. But I think maybe if you're like, why do you want to come here? Saying I want to go to a school in Glen Waverley is probably not a good enough reason. Oh, absolutely not, no. But then why, why do you have to go over there to get married? To prove that we have met at some point. 
Right. But I think could, you'd need, Oh, because she, she can't even travel here for like a tourist visa. Well, no, she could come and we, could say, she, we, look, we could say we met in that Australia. That would look worse maybe. Maybe it would look more, more sus that way. Yeah, but I think if I had never gone and visited her in China at all, that would also look incredibly yes, sus. Like we had true. to approve that we were trying to do a marriage yeah. and now we're getting married. Totally. She's like 35, you're like 20. Yeah. Makes no sense. <laughs> the guy no would sense. know. Like the, the, the officer that did the immigration stuff yeah. would have seen it so many times. And then you'd have to see their eyes looking at you like, mate, we know it's one of these fucking ones. How much did he pay you? The smiley guy, 50 grand. They're asking like, what do you love about it? You're being like, her smile, um, Um, (laughs) her Australian values. (laughs) Exactly. I taught her about Don Bradman. familiarity with Don Bradman. (laughs) She also has an intricate knowledge of the Victorian public school system, (laughs) specifically to Glen Waverley with a population... Uh, of 95% Chinese students. This is not the fucking citizenship <laughs> exams. It's about your relationship. You're like, we went to the beach once, as you can see in this photo. Um, I met her in the food court at Shanghai Airport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's our special place. We had a beautiful pad thai, which is not a Chinese meal. Dude, that would be, what would I do when I get there? I can't yeah. speak Chinese. The men are in. They've got to send an escort with you. Yeah. Surely. I, and, and then, then you, like, stay the night. Do you have to have sex? Do they ask that? Probably. Maybe you'd need details. I'm, you're like, I'm going to need to fuck her. That's, <laughs> that's my one. Bobby, Bobby, mate, I'm they're in. Gonna, I'm not going to have one, one thing. I'm, they're going to ask me about it probably and I don't want to lie. Do you reckon they ask you that at the, when they, they investigate? They probably ask about sexual intimacy. They say, what's a, what's a rig like? <laughs> what's your favourite part of her body? I reckon what's they probably What's her favourite sex position? We're going to ask her. Yeah, quick. When we get into the other room. Totally. Oh, doggy. It's always it. doggy. <laughs> I wonder whether they... I mean, you could just say you're a Christian and, and you didn't want to have sex before marriage, but maybe that would look a bit more sus. I think they ask kind of uncomfortable questions about your relationship like that. I would <laughs> if I was in their position. I just like... I'm like, mate, we've done it all. 60 fingers, <laughs> sucking, You're fucking. a 20-year-old, but like, yeah, finger dirt. Yeah, dude, mate, yeah, not just her. I fucked just, half of China when yeah. I was there. I'm fucking them all. She's the lucky one that got to pin me down. <laughs> I'm such a mad cunt, dude. You don't even understand. The guy just high fives you, let you in. He's like, yeah, bro. I know this is a sham, but let's bring a family in. You're a fucking legend. It's going to trickle down. This is what this country needs. I can tell. But I also don't know. Like, so imagine she comes with me. Mm. We get a house in the suburbs in like South East. You have to live with it. So, yeah, I have to live with it because I think you have to prove. Do you? For two oh, years. 50 grand is nowhere near enough for this if you have to live with her for two years. But I think they're quite. I think he hooks up wealthy Chinese families. So I feel like. They would pay for everything and sure. you get 50 grand on top. What do you mean pay for oh, everything? This is me just still now reconsidering it. <laughs> Being you like, maybe do. I could do Oh, it. so you don't have to pay rent. Surely not. So you have not. to live with a Chinese family that you don't know for and two years. Yeah. They pay. Yeah. Do you get your own room? Well, hopefully it'd be with my wife. <laughs> No, you, there's no way that's how it works. That you sleep in the same bed with her, just in case the immigration and people they come pop around check. every night. We've got to make sure well, this is a real deal. She's babe. fucking other men next to you in the same bed. No, like, no, 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 no. She would maybe get a crush on me. You reckon you could win her over? Maybe. Well, I would learn Mandarin, probably, sure. or Cantonese. I don't know what there's, part of John. Yeah. There's no way you would. Ngoi. It's so difficult. I think that means uh, yes, maybe or no. Ngoi. For quite tone, that's Cantonese though. What is? Ngoi. Ngoi. What does it mean? I think no. Or no. yes. Okay. Yes or no. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's mm, not going to mate. This is not going to be enough to form a connection, I don't think. I don't know what about any relationships you've had in the past, but. What if I'd see the big thing that's that me. I've heard much of that me, word. That the husband comes over 
when we're living together in Australia? I don't think. I think as well for like immigration know, purposes, you want like, the husband away if there like, is a husband. My housemate, my rules. You guys are going to have to sleep in separate rooms. <laughs> no, like we're paying for everything. You're not fucking under my roof. <laughs> Twenty year old. I'm a man. I'm the man of this house. I'm the man of the house. There's the father there who's like paid for it all. It's like, mate. Do not, not disrespect me under my own roof, all right, buddy? Okay? I went to China. It I've does, been to China. I've been there. It does seem like it's just a sitcom. It just is a sitcom. Well, it could work because um, I think, you know, there's interest in that maybe. You know, I think it's a good story, good premise, good situation. Yeah. Also, be a great... It's like border security meets fucking... Um, what's a good... Just family sitcom. Everybody loves Raymond. Everyone loves Raymond. Border Every- security needs. Everybody loves, loves um. Everyone loves Sam. The CCP. <laughs> Except the CCP. Well, there's that show in and China tonight celebrating the CCP that was on ABC. <laughs> they were celebrating a hundred years of the CCP. Were they celebrating or just covering? No, in the TV guide, yeah, which I celebrated. It said in celebration <laughs> of a hundred years of the CCP. In China tonight looks at China's contribution to Australia. Whilst Australia's in the middle of like historically one of the the craziest confrontations ever they've had with a superpower. Sure. And we're celebrating China. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like what better way to celebrate them than yes. commission? What yeah. this is a quirky a, a, a white a, guy with 12 other all Chinese characters. Yeah, and he, you just demanding to fuck all of them. <laughs> so no, you I don't fuck more. one of them. <laughs> okay. It's not money per you fuck. Okay. He's like 50 grand, but if you fuck more, I'll throw in another 10 <laughs> per person on top of that. Oh, fuck the brother for 80. You pulled my arm. Uh, um, yeah, but that could be a show for sure. Absolutely. I can see it. Mm. But, yeah, anyway, look, I didn't do it in the end. But maybe now I'm regretting it. I think it's funny that you thought that you had to live with them. I no, I think you, you live do. No, because I isn't it like... I definitely don't think you would. Because you can't get they divorced wouldn't for live two... With you. you can't get divorced for two years. Live apart and just report, like, you'd maybe, you know, take a few photos every few weeks or something or, or months. I don't think you'd... Every time we take a photo, I'm trying to go on a proper date. Like, we'll take a photo together. Chin Chin? Should we go to Chin Chin? <laughs> I thought you meant you're on other dates with other girls and then you just meet, sorry, give me five and then you just oh, got to no, go no. to another table. Can you actually stand up and go stand over there? No, this is my, my wife is coming. <laughs> She's here. We're going to take some photos for the immigration department. Yeah. Also, though, you said that they were going to cover costs. No, I assume And that's that. rent. Because they can't. But that, is that also meals? You go out every night, like they're paying for meals, they're paying for holidays. You're just living there. <laughs> holidays would be good. Guys, let's go to Bali. <laughs> back to China. Back to I would love to go back to China. I've got family there. And then <laughs> it goes your head. The guy that doesn't know that he's in a scam, he's like <laughs> I get telling China. everyone he's got fucking family in China. I get Chinese citizenship. <laughs> I do the Chinese test. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. It's ridiculous. I mean, you could do it again. Like after you break up and divorce and then her family can't, you go back to Bobby 
And you're like, give me another one. <laughs> I want to go again. <laughs> He's like, no one's ever gone again, mate. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm like a, a boxer, down and out, trying to come back in. I can do it. Give me another chance. I've got nothing else. I've been telling everyone that I've got Chinese family and stuff. I've been cooking Chinese food. All my friends. This is a big part of my personality now. I need a Chinese wife. My fucking lord. Imagine getting back to the, cu- the, the customs people, not the customs people, the citizenship people, and they're like, they're you're like, going you again. again mate. You were here when you were 21. You're 23 now. <laughs> you're like, you're yeah. back. You can do 10. <laughs> Two years of every, just from 20 to 32, just boom, boom, boom. Make a million dollars. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm going to try and get my first million and I'm getting out. And then you, know? you write a book. <laughs> how did he make his money? Well, it's pretty specific. I don't know how applicable this is going to be, but you know a guy called Bobby. And then you're going to want to marry a Chinese woman every two years for a decade. Uh. <laughs> Oh, just in time. Oh, man, that's so funny. Um, Olympics are in Brisbane. Did you see that? I did. It's pretty funny. I'm familiar with the fact that they were the only people in the running, though. Oh, is that true? I think so. Oh, that's even funnier. I thought they... um, Well, then why did she have to go? (laughs) That was the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Anastasia insisting that she needed to go, but um, there was no one else in the running. Plus... It was fucking announced today. So presumably they made the decision already and like because the Olympics have just started. So like what good is it if she's there in two weeks? Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I guess she, she, she had to get out till she, before she got locked down probably. Is she there now? No, I think she's back. So she went for a bit. She popped. She did go because I remember everyone was right. going, you just getting really angry. Yeah. And now she's back. Mm. I think she's back. She couldn't have stayed to, what, fucking, to celebrate. She got away with it. Fuck it, imagine she's over there and she's like, I'll just enjoy. Did she go to Tokyo for it? I don't know. I thought that was the plan. That she, Yeah, she went to Tokyo for the... But I never heard... She should take a holiday while she's there. I mean... You've, like, no one's been allowed to go anywhere. If you're you'd, over there, go. Just you'd want No to. one's going to be like, oh, you should come back to the fucking agony, yes. the pain yes, over here. Yes, they will. That's what everyone will be doing. No. Because people are sick of the politicians taking the piss and, like, because ScoMo did the same thing. You saw, saw he I went know. to the pub. People didn't like that. But I feel like well, she's... I'm kind of on his side there a little bit. Like, well, if now, you're near the pub, pop in. Oh, also, and now in hindsight, it's like fucking... If you knew the type of year... Yeah. Two years that was coming up, last chance for a holiday, you would have been like, stay longer, mate. I get annoyed at those things that... Um, when people jump down the throats of conservatives, being a, a, not a conservative guy myself, I feel like they're doing a, a lot of bad things. There's a lot of bad policies being proposed. Hmm. And then... People jump on these little tiny things that aren't really much of anything. And I feel like you're wasting your capital. You're wasting your points on this little bullshit like you went for a pub, went to a pub. And like you can only, you only have so many tokens of outrage per six months or something. No, but isn't That's it? That's one where it felt a bit wasted. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, totally. But isn't it to me just trying to, the left, um, just trying to get the middle to get outraged about something. They're not going to do it over policy, so they're trying to do it over sim- like a symbolic gesture yeah. that feels wrong. Exactly. And I think those some of those are better than others and some of those probably have the effect of like making people angrier at you than at the person at Scomo. Yeah. I reckon that. Like the one where he went to Hawaii during the fires. Well, yeah. Although that one didn't make sense either because it's like he's bad. You don't trust his decision making. But he takes some time off. That should be good. Yeah, exactly. You You're like, oh, he's out of the job. Yeah, it's like having a crazy 
you know, the, the crazy king at the helm who's, like, chopping people's yeah. heads off. We hate him. Every and then day he the goes, news, extra, extra, he's the worst leader we've ever had. Oh, okay, I'll take a week off. No! No, you should be here leading it. chopping sh- more heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kevin Rudd did a good... Because he, he's been asking um, or, like, kind of campaigning for um, Scott Morrison to say sorry for the vaccine mm. rollout debacle. Did you see the guy on Today FM? Yeah. <laughs> like, say it. This country's fucked. Say like, sorry. We commercial radio hosts sometimes are the ones... In the, well, like sometimes Carl powerful. Stefanovic, like Stefanovic holds yeah. Albanese to account. You're like, really? Come on. I think it's more powerful because they only choose to do it every now and then and they've got their fingers on the pulse of like actual people maybe a bit more, I reckon. So they only do it when like the public opinion has actually shifted. They're not like the people on Twitter every day being like, what's the issue now? What are we going to yeah. yell at him to, about today? And it's like always something. Whereas them, it's not always something. But when they jump on, it's like it feels more meaningful for some reason. Well, it's not more meaningful for the ho- to me the host, like you said, the public the needle's already shifted, so mm. they've got nothing to lose by asking it's hard questions. Brave, I'm like, if yeah. you're going to be like, I mean, whatever, True. like it's like you can if you can have values when it's it's just like it's populism in mm. kind of a, a media role type of thing, or totally. just like you playing to the public. the 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 guy I listened to the um commercial radio guy, and he was like. Doing like weird sound effects, being like, come on, Scotty, say it for Jace. Like, say sorry for Jace. It's like, just say my bad. Yeah. Just say my yeah. bad, Jace. It's like he's putting himself Can in I there. get him my bad? My bad, Jace. It's like, no, not my bad, Jace. My bad, the country. You're doing this on behalf of everyone, right? It's not just for you. He wanted to say. I thought it was behalf on everyone. He was doing well, it. He, he sort of said sorry. And then Rudd's Instagram and tweet straight away is like, too late. Should have been. A, it's like. <laughs> it's actually the funniest shit. It's also annoying. I, I think I told you, I. Have a, a there's a guy I kind of know from uni who I had like a lunch with about six months ago or something, uh, probably more longer ago now. Uh, he works in politics and he was like during that first like COVID bit, there was like two three months where like basically the political infighting bullshit kind of stopped and like everyone was kind of working together and like it was seen as kind of crash yeah uh, crass sorry to. Any political point scoring kind of bullshit kind of just well, went they out the door. like a, and then it came back hard. And then, like, it's just never gone away. But, like, they could do it. They they proved to themselves that they could do it for a bit, but then... I also think... Oh, yeah, totally they proved they could do it, but then politics runs too strong. Exactly. It's also, like, funny... It's not funny. Obviously, we're in lockdown in Australia, so people are quite upset. Yes. And it's just funny. It's like... No not if they're going been... viral. <laughs> Tell you what, nothing, nothing makes lockdown easier than going viral. <laughs> People are like, you're depressed? I'm like, oh, all right. You're having the best <laughs> oh, time ever. I'm blowing up on TikTok. So like, I don't need to leave the house. <laughs> I'm killing. <laughs> I'm better in the house. <laughs> Go another month, Gladys. <laughs> exactly. You're having the numbers get higher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get higher like my view count. <laughs> exactly. Um, Morrison, everyone's angry at him because of the thing, because he's like, you know, whatever, the vaccines really. So, mm. But it's like... A month ago, a month and a half ago, no one. We were just living our lives. No one was really criticised. There was like a small yeah, portion of the community <laughs> criticising. Oh. But now everyone's like, say sorry, cunt. Yeah, <laughs> say yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. cunt. But that's good, I think, because that is a legitimate... I mean, that's what they fucked up is just the, the vaccine stuff. And I'd, arguably the, the hotel quarantine situation should have been moved. It was just both of them. It's just like they did... Everyone was very busy until they got it to a point where it was a bit more chilled. Yeah. And then instead of being proactive and still going... Fast, even when things were nice. I feel like everyone just relaxed. 
Like the yeah. politicians, I mean. Totally. And then now it's fucked again. It's like, hang on, you weren't working during that till time? Because yeah, like, we were doing? partying. Yeah. We were bragging about Australia being the best place in the world. We were out having drinks and like, yeah, fuck you, looking on Instagram with the people who live in London being like, oh, no, he's still in lockdown. That's so oh, sad. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. Oh, my God, I'm Winter so sorry. Winter as well. It must be awful. <laughs> Days are short. It's cold. Exactly. It's so cold, you poor guys. <laughs> anyway, you got to go. I'm kind of in a social oh, situation now. Remember those? Going to the beach. And then... It comes back and we're like, well, surely during that long period of us showing off, <laughs> the politicians have been ticking away, solving shit. No, you were partying too. This is bullshit. You were, fucking, you were recreating Hawaii here. Uh-huh. He, um, yeah, he's in, he's in trouble. It's it's cool that he's it's like it's naughty what he's done. It's not like a lot of the time people are like, God damn these politicians. But it's like he's just done something really wrong that he should have been doing. Like he just wasn't working. Well, I don't it's know like what he the just actual l- mistake kind of lazy. was. I think he the mistake was... Very early on, my understanding is that like England bought way more vaccines than they needed before it was proven which ones were good. They just bought Moderna, they bought AstraZeneca. They, they bought went Pfizer. big on AstraZeneca, I think. They've got AstraZeneca, but they just bought more of the other ones as well. Whereas I think we gambled, we just went two of them and then one turned out and then it's a bit of a PR disaster here with AZ. But like they could have just bought more. I, I reckon they were just trying to save money. That's yeah, because they were dropping heaps on JobKeeper. Exactly. So they're probably like, fuck, I don't want to spend. Makes sense. If I was in the budget meeting, they're like, fuck, and that'll do, everyone? And it's like, yep, that's enough for everyone. And you're like, oh, okay. It's like, do I want to do buy double just in case one of them has some weird thing? Like, they all looked probably pretty good at the they time. They probably also thought everyone else would not get vaccinated that quick. Yeah. Like, I think they were like, no way. They're all fucked. They totally. are all fucked. They are not going to be able to get this but under control even, properly. Yeah, it depends when this decision was made. I'm not sure if... I think other places were pretty fucked by then, yeah. But I think that's when the mistake was made back then. And then the last year has been him. He knows it's coming in like way more fires is getting here like in a few weeks, I think, yeah. in August. So he's just padding until then. Yeah, yeah. We've all been caught. You can kind of relate though. Yeah. Like we've all been caught out not having <laughs> yeah. done our work. You would be do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's coming in two weeks. Just like, like if I just had two weeks more, I just got a plan. I'd be the hero. You yeah, know, like he needed this outbreak to start literally three weeks later yes. than it had, and he probably would have got through it okay. That's why he keeps saying, I'm sorry, but I'm also responsible for what's going to happen soon, <laughs> which we're going to be happy with. He's getting ahead of it. He's yeah. like, I take responsibility for the failures and the successes because he knows they're all coming. He's breaking it down so he can build himself back up. Maybe he's done it on purpose because, like, so there's an he's election, yeah. right? If you look at when the election's going to be, probably... Mm, like March or something. March or something. If he gets everyone vaccinated mm. just before, like, we go to the polls, that's the last yeah. lasting thing that we do to... We vote. Like, we go to the polls now, end of the year, it's over for mm. him. Everyone's like, you fucking mm. cost us months of our lives. Yeah. But if it's just before, there's going to be a euphoric, we're in it together, the Patriots totally. brought us together. Maybe it's all election stuff. And then the leader... People who lead through the crisis, you're more kind of drawn to and like yeah. you, you think of them as playing more of a role. Because I do think, I mean, an obvious thing that a lot of people have, have observed through COVID is that we're now paying more attention to our premiers. Yes. But I tell you who we're not paying much attention to when there's all these press conferences about very important public health things is the fucking opposition leader. Yeah. Like when's Albo at a press conference? You know, I was reading Albo has, he's away at the moment. Like he's what? not even in. What do you mean he's? He got out of before Sydney lockdown. Like he's a, no. Yeah. Where's he? He went. He's in Queensland. <laughs> 
Oh, because that's where they lost last time. So he's probably... He's kind of campaigning. He's campaigning up there. I think there was a tiny bit of criticism on him for abandoning his city in the the time of need. But I'm like, get some sun. You get some sun. Like, it's been But also, like, no one cares about him anymore. I feel like usually, normal time, no COVID, the news has, like, a bunch of other shit, sport, weather. We've got some, like, overseas stories, but Mm. there's usually maybe one max um, Australian politics story. And it's usually whoever's in government and then there'll be a throw to the opposition leader for their yeah. comment on it. And they've got like five to seven seconds probably. Yeah. And they've lost. That's their big shit. It's yeah. just. That's like the their... start of a TikTok video. Otherwise you're going to swipe through. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should give them a TikTok. Exactly. You should sit down with Alvo and be like, mate, <laughs> right. you're going to get some graphs. There's a fucking one second before you start speaking sometimes when you're on that kind of satellite that people have tuned out. Blow your head up, Albert. Big head, like middle of the phone. We want a filter. <laughs> we want you old or something with like laser eyes and we need to keep it snappy. But that bit is out of the news. Yeah. It so makes no one, you, you just don't hear from them. That's why these wartime leaders just lead for so long. Mm, it's exactly. actually kind of like you could be like, come on, we're not having an election. We've got some shit on here at the moment. Totally. I mean, big super spreader event as well. If yeah, COVID's still going. an election. Mm. We could have fucking done the You'll put it off for that election reason. at the same time. Speaking of the media, though, I wanted to read out the... Um, I already sent you this, but the email that went round in the ABC. Oh, yeah. Um, Can you... Re- are you... Like, <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, this went out to, like, hundreds of people. Everyone who works in the building at the ABC. At Ultimo. Yeah. So, like... I think probably thousands of people probably received this email. Um, and I won't say who it's from. It's I don't know who the person is. but And I've seen a few of these before. Someone's just like... You shouldn't be allowed to email Left something everyone. in the toilet. I don't even know why that functionality exists. I agree. That's so much power to email. I mean, email. sometimes like the head of the whole organisation sends something out. Yeah, but they, they can be allowed. That's fine. Particularly around COVID. They're like, okay, the rules have been updated. Perfect. Perfect example <laughs> of a reason to send yes. out a um, fucking organisation-wide email. This one, the subject line is Lost Purple Beret. <laughs> it's the most yes. ABC shit. Defund the ABC. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Sorry for the mass email, but I've lost my purple beret somewhere between the car park and the newsroom. The beret has a brooch on it, which belonged to my grandmother, so I'm desperate to get it back, which does justify it to some degree. No. But you, you, can't. you can't be sending Put a mass a email. a sign or something. your beret. It just fits Surely so much someone, into, the, um, into the ABC stereotype. Someone should e- email back and be like, I'm so sorry, you can't. You're not allowed to do this. You should do that. Sorry, this is not what this function is That's for. That's what Rodney did when uh, we worked at Tonightly. He um, he replied to a few of those mass emails being like, haven't seen it or something like that. And then we'll the, keep an um, eye out for it. And then the, the like CEO or something <laughs> replied to him being like, please stop. Replying um, anyone to these re- Rodney all, was replying all, all yeah he's like please do not reply all to these messages and then he'd reply all being like okay I'll know that for next time like to everyone again you should you know you should go in next time you're in there go and buy a purple beret mm. and like put it on a and oh. just be like hey is this it and they'll be like right back I'm sorry that's not it and you're like all right I'll keep another look out for it yeah that's a pretty cool prank hey man I almost found your um your fucking dead grandmother's brooch oh JK <laughs> gotcha this, do you think that this is what um like I don't think this is happening at Murdoch Press I would be surprised 
I think a I'm beret. Like, they wouldn't I mean, have a beret. a beret. That's like now beyond a stereotype of a joke you'd make about someone who was a bit of a wanker. Is it that gardener that works at Costa? Would he wear a, a beret? <laughs> <laughs> no. I think he's actually that's what's kind of um, enlightening and kind of refreshing about him. That he doesn't wear a beret. Is that he's not that kind of bloke. I just wanted to read out a message I received. I think this was wasn't... This in reply um, to your email looking for your... This wasn't a TikTok. Beret. This is because I was on that debate thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. some people, they'll, they'll see you and they, they send you a random message. Yeah. This one's from a baby. Margaret. Baby Margaret. It's a little baby. It says, just saw you on the ABC doing the pets debate. You seem like a cool dude. We should share a spliff. Haha. <laughs> I'd love to see pictures of your cat and dog. What? Who's Laura? Be happy. Maybe that wasn't you I thought what? I saw. I am very sorry for the accusation. That was rude. And as far as a spliff, well, that was a joke. <laughs> it's been decades for me and the old Mary Jane. <laughs> this is not real. It's real. <laughs> My kids, youngest is 24, had been watching Cheech and Chong for the first time. So I'm harmless. So stay <laughs> my friend, God. Didn't mean to type God. Don't even know <laughs> that how message? that happened. <laughs> Weird. Laters. All from like a little baby. Fucking Isn't hell. Isn't that funny? And you haven't replied to any of this. I mean, no. You don't it's been be decades for me in the old Mary <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is just someone who's fucking bored as hell. I mean, that is some pretty lockdown stuff. Can you stuff. tell me more about yourself? It's a psycho way to start any kind of interaction, <laughs> let alone by... I think maybe you could pull it off IRL, face-to-face. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, tell can me you more about, about stuff? Yeah, yeah. Still a bit of a rude kind of it, open-ended question. It reads Not rude, so badly in text. Can you tell me more about yourself? <laughs> I'd love to see I pictures of your cat and dog. aspect and then pulling back on the spliff. And then being like, I haven't, you know how I messaged you randomly being like, we should spare, spare, uh, share a spliff one time. I haven't smoked weed in fucking decades. I'm sorry for recommending that. I wait, actually don't do it. Wait, so he said, maybe that wasn't you. I thought I saw. I'm very sorry for the accusation. Is the accusation that it's you or is it, I'd love to see. That you'd share a spliff. No, but then he says, well, as far as the spliff, that was a joke. Oh. So the, so the accusation is that you're the person. Maybe. I didn't understand. What what is the accusation? Do they say It must be that it's your or that you have the accusation that you have a cat and a dog. Is what it could very be. Very sorry for the that accusation. That was owner. rude. You seem like a cool dude. That's not a rude accusation to me. That's what you've been dying for your entire <laughs> That's life. That's actually one of the best accusations I've ever heard in my entire life. Um wow. You should write back to that. Should I? Well what if he buys a ticket to a show? Yeah. He'd say he's got kids, he could bring them along. Yeah, That's three people right there. They'll it's come, all, they'll get stoned, it's they a laugh. a bit much for me, you know. Oh. I don't want to have to... Engage. And then there's a back and forth. Yeah, Don't sure. you think? Do you respond to messages like that all the no. time? <laughs> <laughs> but someone told me that you should do it. They were like, yeah. you should reply to everyone. Right. That's the Who way... Who told to, you that? Like a marketing Paul person. Hogan. A marketing person. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. For that reason. I think they will, they'll will come. benefit you. Yeah. I think they'll come to a show. They feel like they know you. But I like I also don't know how to sell tickets, so I wouldn't know. Also, mm. I don't know if that's what he... Who knows what that guy... He might want to fuck you, Tom. Maybe I should share a spliff with them. Maybe cat and dog means pussy and dick. <laughs> Show me your pussy and or dick. 
Dog yeah. is a dick, obviously. Cat is a pussy. I think that I should assume that's what they mean and send them a photo of both of those things. Of your ass and be like, this is as close as I've got to a pussy. <laughs> no, yours. <laughs> of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be safe. And then your dick as well. And then they have to come to your show dog. next year as well. Because it's like, if you enjoyed the ass. Bring the kids well, then, as well. <laughs> exactly. Bring two spliffs. Come to my show, <laughs> Sam Torton, that was the arse, so go to his as well. And now we've hooked up everyone. My show's called It's Been Years, Decades for Me and the Mary Jane. <laughs> so I love that. I love the way old people try to talk in text sometimes. Yes. Like they're like old, fa- like they try to talk the way they speak, but they don't have, either, it must be something that happens to you when you get to like 45 yeah. or 50 where grammar doesn't mean anything to you Well, anymore. I also just think it's like we grew up texting. So we kind of have... There's like the shorthand makes sense. And already people 10 years our junior probably have shorthand that we're not familiar with. But like in 20 years, 30 years, where the equivalent will be the equivalent like their age, I reckon there's going to be some like VR speak or something that we're not going to be good at. Like, yeah. And then we'll really understand how boomers feel now. Oh, and it'll probably be more embarrassing for us because I think it might be a bit more advanced. Oh, what they're I think doing. that's right. I think it's going to go quicker for us. So we laugh at our parents when we teach them tech shit because they don't know how to fucking save a PDF or something. But like the shit we're not going to know is going to be so much crazier and more annoying. You know what we do? We don't use commas anymore. Commas are like... Speak for yourself, mate. No, I'm just saying. Love it's a, a rule. Mm. Commas disappearing a lot. I think in text speak, in chats, people just don't use them as much. So just write one sentence. Everyone kind of understands now. Boomers and like old people, mm. they still have a crack at the comma, but they always put a space before the comma. That's true. You so it's always just like, it'll be like comma. you, space, comma. It's like, surely you know that the comma's got to go close. I do think boomers, like the, the stereotype Are they leaning on the, the space key? That's I think they I just don't think. give a shit. I think they're being lazy and it's annoying because I feel like their vibe is like that Scott they Morrison. care really about the, the spelling and like the syntax of sentences and like the punctuation and make sure it's all nice. But rarely is that the case. I feel like a lot of boomers, their texting is messy. Yeah. Like with, with spaces before commas, it's like ugly. It's like offensive. And it's like they're the ones that's, – that's the generation that taught us grammar in this kind of condescending way. It's like fucking take some cues from what you taught us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the next generation, you. you know what we can tease the next yeah. generation? Their handwriting is going to be fucking awful. Mm, but who cares? Yeah, they'll have like a – They'll be writing like this. What is that? You can't – oh, wait, there's a camera. <laughs> wow. That's how you swim. <laughs> in VR, don't you think like in like 40 years when someone does an exam, they're like, mom, leave me alone. I've got an exam. Yeah. Do you know what I think they're doing? They're grabbing the letters to form the words. L. L. F. O. L. That's how you text. It's been, I've got to go see my wife in C-H-I-N-A. <laughs> my wife is C-H-I-N-E. S-E, she's Chinese. <laughs> she said Chinese. Chinese. Oh, okay. No, not Chinese. S-E. Not Chinese. Chinese, that's cool. That would be a bit too... Should we end it A bit then? funny there. Yeah, probably. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about? No, that'll do me. All right, as we well always done. say on this. Thanks for tuning in to the good stuff, as we always say. Let's get married.
get married. 